Ooh, okay. That must be. <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We back again here with another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Uh, once again, I am your host, uh, Sanders. You know, I got my boy Dupree with me. Yo, yo, yo! What it do? What it do? Bro, how you living, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm I'm back home for the time being. I'm back in back in Atlanta for the time being, man. So it's always good to be home. It's always good to be home. Boy, speak, speaking of Atlanta, I'm going to quote one of my favorite lines from the movie ATL, bro. The year is almost over. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Almost man. over. It's almost over. Dog, 2020 has been crazy, bro. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough. We just... We just lost uh Debo, big tiny. We just lost him too. So <laughs> it just it just keep adding. It just keeps adding on and adding on and adding on. So yeah, I think everybody will be ready to kind of move forward into the new year, start a new and stuff like that for sure. Facts. Well, just like uh what the preachers say, we ain't gonna hold you long. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, we uh we had just been noticing some things about the podcast, so we we trying to try out some new things here just to make sure that we don't be as uh long winded as we usually be. So uh we gonna get right into it. I mean, man, today episode we gonna hit on we gonna make our predictions for the playoffs for the NFL. We down to the last four weeks of the season. It's December. It's it's that time. Put up a shut up barbecue yep. meal, dude. Uh, let's see. The NBA preseason been starting up, so we got that. Got our early predictions there for the playoffs. Who we think gonna make it? Uh, all these man, even this short real off season that they had, it's a lot of stuff that's been going on in the NBA. And then um, same thing for uh college football. I mean, the, basically this is the last week of the regular season that's going on today. And then you got championship Saturday for most conferences next Saturday. As we get ready to get into bowl season in the playoffs, uh, gonna talk about that a little bit. So, um, I, I say let's let's get let's get uh let's get the NBA out the way. We'll we'll go there first. Uh, All right, let's do it, man. I mean, the moves that have been that was made <laughs> over this short off season, bro. Like, man, what's the first one that just come to your mind, bro? That just makes you go, wow. Well, the first one is <laughs> uh, Russell Westbrook and John Wall. That's the first one that comes to mind. We talk about some of the trades. Um, I was not expecting that. We all have heard the grumblings of Russell Westbrook and uh, James Harden not wanting to play together um, anymore. They're still boys. It's just it wasn't working out. Russ didn't want to um, stand around and keep watching James Harden kind of do his thing. So. Um, I just didn't expect them to trade for John Wall, knowing that they were going to try to figure out a way to move one of them, figuring that they would want to hold on to James Harden. But in my estimation, I believe that John Wall and Russell Westbrook are the same type of player. Now, John Wall is a better passer, I believe. He's a little bit better passer, um, but I believe they have the same playing style. I believe they both still need still need the ball in their hands. I believe that John Wall still needs the ball in his hand to to be effective. And um, I think the Rockets will still be in a situation where they're going to have to move either James Harden or John Wall because I think that it, you basically traded for the same guy. Um, a less athletic Russell Westbrook. <laughs> That's really what I think you, you <laughs> traded for. So, um yeah, that's the first one that that's the first one that pops up in my head, definitely. That's the first one that kind of comes to mind. That one got me too, just because of I honestly I didn't think like all the rumors and stuff that was going on and the like you said, the 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 mumbles and rumblings of this trade possibly happening. I just couldn't see it from either side because I'm like Number one, I'm looking at their contracts, bro. I'm John Wall hadn't played in what about at Jesus, least a two full years, maybe? Yeah, a full yeah. season for sure. Yeah, he hasn't uh, played in a while. 
and I mean, and collected damn near 40 mil. I think it was like 38 and a half, if I'm not mistaken, to be exact. And so I'm thinking like, who wants, who is going to pick him up and and have that contract? Cause that was like one of the, I think he got one of the first like super max deals that ever came out from that previous CBA that uh the players came up with, you know, the union and the league came up with. I think he was one of the first ones to get one of those big super max contracts. So I'm like, who is going to pick up that contract? Why would you do that? I'm like, ah, oh. but okay. I, and I'm with, I'm with you. For me, it's just kind of like, I think it's still the same player. I don't think it really, you know what this trade is going to remind me of? This trade is going to remind me of the, the Boston Cleveland trade, the Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas and all them. I remember when that trade first broke out and everyone shouted yeah. to debate like who wins, who's winning this trade, who won the trade. And I remember straight up just saying when it first happened, I was like, I don't even see a winner in either one of this. I mean, I was like <laughs> in, in this one in this one I I would say that Washington is the winner. In this one I would. In this case I would. Yeah. Um, because I'm like I mean you get a I believe that Russ is an upgrade from John Wall, especially since John Wall has been has been hurt. He's been dealing with his health and everything like that. I think it's an upgrade. I think him and Bradley Bill will, will mesh well together. I don't think that'll be a clash or anything like that because Bradley Bill does not have to have the ball to get a shot. He doesn't, he doesn't have to be on the ball. He doesn't need the ball in his hands um, all game to be able to get his. Um, where James Harden needs the ball to be able to get his, um, and then same for 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 John Wall. So, um, I would say that I would say there's a winner. It's not by much. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not by much at all. But I would say there's a winner. I would. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Time time will tell. It, yeah. I mean, he did look good though that they granted it's only preseason, but facts. He, he, I mean, but I'm glad I'm glad that John Wall is back. He just back out on the floor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the that's the good thing about it. It's just you guys like you know, guys like him, the Marcus Cousins, I mean heck, even even seeing Steph Curry, I think he was playing tonight. Just seeing, you know, the stars of the league uh being back out there on the floor, especially, you know, it's been a long time since we've seen some of them and you know, some of those teams didn't make it to the bubble or they didn't play mm-hmm. that past season and everything like that. So I uh, think it's always good just to see them being back out there on the floor doing what they got to do. Yeah. One one more for me with uh, trades and everything that was going on was Chris Paul to Phoenix. Um, okay. I, that one, that one kind of caught my eye just because, once again, the whole thing that I always get back on when – teams are like moving players and trading them and everything is what are you getting? What assets are you getting? What are you getting rid of? Like the, once again, Chris Paul's contract is not as bad as John Walls is, but no, it is not. It's still, it was still a big contract because that's how I was when that's how I felt about it. When um, the deal was made, from Houston to OKC to get him and Russ swapped, I was like, gosh, who wants that contract? But mm-hmm. I think it's that one right there for me, early, early going. I don't really see I, – I, I can't really choose a winner. I think it's both beneficial for both sides. Uh, Phoenix gets a true leader, a true veteran uh, point guard there to be with Devin Booker. Uh, we saw how good that Phoenix ended up playing in the bubble, not losing a game. and. Literally, if it wasn't for, I guess, Portland winning a couple of games or Memphis not winning a couple of games, then they might have got that eight, not spot up, been in the play-in game or whatever. So we yeah. saw how well they finished at the end of the year. And now, obviously, they're going to be like one of the, uh, quote-unquote, uh, probably sexy picks to make the playoffs this year. And you also, for OKC, once again, picking up more draft picks. I think they got like about tw- definitely over 20 something first rounders or not even just first rounders. I have many picks that they got from yeah, all they, these trades that they're They getting. have something cuz they just traded Stephen Adams too. They have some they out they have plenty of picks all over the place. They have plenty of picks all over the place. Um 
that one I I believe it's beneficial for for Phoenix, but I don't know my thing. I, I don't know who the Western Conference is so is so heavy and so good and so competitive. I don't know what team drops out. <laughs> good for it. Hey, for, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. I'm telling you, because when I when I made my list, I was like, ah, do I put them? Oh, what about mm, nah? Cause you got them. Uh, I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> that was like, I don't like. I'm looking at like, and I guess we can go ahead and roll into it. The Western Conference from last year, top to bottom, one through eight, was L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets, the Thunder, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the, the Trailblazers. And then you had Memphis was a play in, and then like you like you mentioned, Phoenix was at ten, and they just barely missed. Just Phoenix and Memphis just barely missed. Missed, but it's like okay, what team do you? You're not taking the Lakers or the Clippers out. You're not taking Denver out. I don't believe you're taking our Houston. OKC maybe OKC, but if Oklahoma City falls, Memphis is right. If Memphis is is next in line. But if you take OKC, okay, cool. You still got the Jazz to make the playoffs. Dallas will be better. And I believe Portland will be better. So now it's between Memphis and and Phoenix. And you have that that veteran leadership, like you said, with Chris Paul, with Phoenix. But Memphis is a is a good young basketball team. So and I'm saying you might OKC is the team that you might take out. Maybe. They might improve <laughs> so i don't know i you know i don't know it's it's tough that western conference is tough it all there's a reason why it always comes down to those last two or three seeds um the seeding and everything always comes down to those last couple games the teams are still playing for seeding and all that type of stuff um i don't i don't know i don't know so we'll see with phoenix but I, I, that western conference I might have the same. The only team I might take out is Oklahoma City, but I think I'm. I might keep the the list, maybe in a different order. But I think I might keep the Western Conference that list from last year. I I can I can see that. I I'm not gonna lie. I I made a tweak. I made a tweak. Okay, let me. What uh, you what you got? I made a tweak. So. What what I got? Who I think is coming out? Who I think the eight teams would be out west? Um, might not necessarily be no. Uh, I it doesn't have to be in order, but okay. You can kind of the where I'm positioning them in that you can kind of see where I kind of think they'll be at. Um, I think both the LA okay. teams. I think both the LA teams are still one and two. Uh, Lakers, Clippers. Uh. Coming into this year, I like the Lakers team this year that way they look this year than they did last year. I agree um, with that. I agree I, with that, especially def- with Marcus saw. Yeah, I definitely think they improved. Like, um, yeah, losing like Javale McGee and Dwight Howard, it it it's not. It may not sound like that it's significant, but it kind of it could be significant. But at the same time, you come back, you get a Montrezl Harrell, you get a Marcus uh and you basically keep everybody else that you had there, except for uh, who's who's gone. Danny Green, Danny Green left, right? Danny Green, Danny Green is in Philly now. Yeah. So I mean, LeBron gets signs a, a little uh, an extension, a little two year deal. AD gets his money. I mean, right right now it's just that team is looking like it's it's poised for a repeat. Won't be easy, but it's poised for a repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clippers, yeah, I got the Clippers at two. Uh, I, I, I know it's it sucked the way that it ended for them and how they was they had the three one lead and that was that. But I mean, it's I think I think they got that good nice serving of humble pie that they needed, and I think they'll come out a lot more focused. And we may end up seeing that battle for LA in the conference finals this year. We may see it. I don't know. It depends. But other teams got something to say about that. Like Denver, who I got at three. Uh, I got Dallas in my top four. I think they're a top okay. four team in the West. Uh, you still got to put Utah there. Donovan Mitchell, obviously, he showed you like 
He's he's he can be a legit superstar here in this league for years to come. Oh yeah. Um, Portland. I go Portland. I'm I might <laughs> I might get some head scratches when I say this one, but I think Golden State makes the playoffs this year. Okay, so time out. So I was gonna say, and that's the team I forgot. Golden State. I hate that Klay Thompson got hurt because I hate it too. Golden State would have been in the playoffs. And I think Steph uh, healthy Steph Curry with James Wiseman, I think they still make the playoffs. I think so, that's that's what I'm saying. I think that's enough. A so lot I of the agree guys, with you. I yeah, forgot about them. I, I think that's enough. Them. I think that's enough to get them in. I, I think that's enough to get them in. A lot of the young guys who played last year gained some experience. And I think they get back in, but they'll be fighting for it. But they, oh, I yeah, think they'll yeah. get back in, and then I, I still put, I'm gonna still put Houston in. Mm-hmm. So, who I left out right under that was like Phoenix, Memphis, and then I put New Orleans. I, I'm still okay. not a, I still, I'm still really just not a believer in everything that the Pelicans got right now. I think they're still young. I think they got another year left, but. I just like I like like I said I like what Phoenix did, but I'm with you. I just don't like it's so many teams that's loaded. Yeah, something has to happen. Something has to happen to where someone gets hurt again, knock on wood, and they stay healthy that they can get in. Other than that, I can't see them getting in. I can see them fighting for it like they did last year, but I just can't see them getting in. So I I got Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavs, Jazz, Blazers, Warriors. Rockets, and then right outside of that, Memphis, Phoenix. I yeah, like I said, I, I totally forgot about Golden State because I, like I said, if Clay Thompson wouldn't have got hurt, I think they would have. Outside of, outside of the Clippers, I think the Warriors would have the best shot to beat the Lakers. Yeah, I think yeah. I had the best shot to beat the Lakers. Like they, they're just with 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 Clay and Steph being being back. You have Draymond. It's just that's just too much shooting. It's too much, and then you add James Wiseman. Even with Clay being out, with with Steph, and you still have Andrew Wiggins. Draymond is still there. You add Wiseman. I think there's just a lot of shooting. I think there's just a lot of shooting, um, and there's not too many backcourts that can hang with them boys. So I do agree with that. I do agree with that. That's a good list. Well, what you what you think about out east? Wait, did you name your did you name your eight for the West? No, you did, right? Nah, I didn't aim it I didn't name it for the East. No. Not for the okay. East. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. For the East, you still got Milwaukee. You still, yeah. this is not a particular order, but you still have Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly will still be there. Obviously, Brooklyn, the Nets will still be there. And so I have two teams that I believe that could make their way into the playoffs. Uh, I believe the Orlando Magic, I believe they won't make the playoffs this year. I like either the Washington Wizards or the Atlanta Hawks to be that eighth team to make the playoffs. Um, the Washington Wizards with the acquisition of uh, Russell Westbrook, I believe that they're, the, the combination of Bradley Beal and Westbrook, that's one of the best backcourts in all of basketball. Um, they'll be tough to handle night in and night out. I believe that they'll um, be good enough to make the playoffs with them too. And then I like the Hawks with the moves that the Hawks made um, during this time period and everything like that. Um, they they grabbed Rajon Rondo. They got um, Madonavich. They um, obviously Clint Capella, John Collins. They have a young team, and now they add some veterans to that team as well. Uh, I think the Hawks are poised for a step up. And looking at the rest of the teams that are in the East, I think those are two teams to me for right now. I believe that could make a push for that eighth spot. Or well, I won't say the eighth spot, but to become that final team to make the playoffs. So um, 
I think that I think either Brooklyn or either Brooklyn or Milwaukee will be the top seed again. Uh, if if Kevin Durant comes back and he's any, I'm talking about any resemblance of what he was before he got hurt, they'll be the one seed. <laughs> they'll be with that with that roster. They'll be the one seed. Do I think they'll beat the Lakers? That's um, probably not because of the Lakers front court. But I mean, KD and Kyrie, you still had, I mean, you still have Gerald Levert, Dinwiddie, like. DeAndre Jordan, like they have, they have plenty enough <laughs> to, to be the one seed and come out of the East. So, man, um, but that's that's my list. That's my list with um, Washington or Atlanta being that being in that eighth that that eighth team. Um, yeah, okay, I li- I like that. I'm yeah, I'm I'm basically with you the same way. We we know Milwaukee, Boston, Miami. Uh, Brooklyn, Toronto, Philly. Uh, I think those six are like, it's whatever order you want to rank them, but those six are guaranteed in the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, I still like Indiana. Um, Oladipo long, coming back, oh, Miles yeah, Turner. That's my guy, Oladipo. I still like. I still like Indiana. Um, I still like Indiana, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make it, but I still like them. Who I got in too is Atlanta. I love what the Hawks did this offseason. The moves that they made, I'm I'm willing to put it out there. I'm willing to put this out there. I want every, this part might get put out actually on the on the social, so this can be right there. I guarantee that the Hawks make the playoffs this year. I want to. That's why I'm like, I'm real. I'm scared to make the guarantee because <laughs> Lord knows I want to see the Hawks back in the playoffs. <laughs> Anybody that's been listening, y'all know I'm I'm from Atlanta. I'm a, I'm a Falcons, Braves, Hawks. I love I love OKC is my squad too, but the Hawks is forever, forever and always. So I would love to see them in the playoffs. Um, the, like I said, the moves that they made, man, it's like the Clippers were trying to get Rajon Rondo. Right. But couldn't, they couldn't get the Hawks offered them more money, which was brilliant. Now you have somebody to come in and mentor Trey Young. You still have John Collins. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Quick Capella. You had him last year. That's a good – That's um, that was a good pickup. I believe that Cam Reddish will make a will make strides forward um, in the uh, in this year. I think he I believe he'll continue to get better and stuff like that. You got shooters and uh, and Herder and all these guys. Like I, they they made some moves. They they trying to make some noise, and I'm loving it right now. I just need them to do it. That that's true. I I just hope that I really hope that they do it too. Cause I I, I go in that limb for it. I don't care. I go out there. I'm willing to bet. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm willing to bet. I'm. I'm willing to bet. I, I put. Uh, look. I put twenty on it. I put Ooh. twenty on it in a. I put twenty on it in a. What you want, bro? Like a pack of sour straws or something? Yeah, we can do like a. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Twenty dollars <laughs> on twenty dollars on a pack of sour straws. Atlanta Hawks makes the playoffs. I hope that they they stay healthy because yeah. they do. They stay healthy. I think that they make it. And then who I got right outside of it is Washington as well because they they will improve with Russ and Bradley Bill mm-hmm. in the backcourt for sure. Uh, they front court. I love their front court players too. Um, Thomas Bryant. Uh, dang, what's the guy name from Gonzaga? Uh, Ooh, I'm going to butcher it anyway. It's like Rui Hachimara. Him. My bad, man. I yeah, Hachimara. Yeah. Yeah. Hachimara. Uh, oh, gosh. What is the guy name? They just paid him, like, hella money, too. Oh. He was hooping. He was the only one that was, like, hooping in the bubble for them, too. Oh, I can't think of his name. Um, 
I like Chicago too. I, I think they're gonna uh, Billy okay. Donald being a coach, he might get more out of them than what uh Bowling was trying to do and and I don't even Holesborg, Fred, whatever his name was, the yeah. college coach. Mm-hmm. I think I think Billy Donovan can get a little bit more out of them than than those other two coaches. So I wouldn't be surprised hope, by Chicago either. I, I hope so because I mean they have a they have a pretty I mean you Zach Levine and uh, when you got Wendell Carter Jr. Mm-hmm. marking in, you know Denzel, they have some players. Denzel they, Valentine, they, they yeah. have some, they got some guys. guys. They got yeah. some guys that can play ball. Thaddeus Young is there. He, that's a vet. Uh, Otto Porter is there too. So you got some guys that can that that can do some stuff. I'm hope you know I would love for them to you know kind of be back be back in that playoff hunt. Um, if not, then my boy Zach Levine, if you listen to this, needs you to uh. Find your way up out of up out of Chicago, wait, my man. Where you where you want to go? Uh, ooh, it would be to a contender, obviously. Okay, okay. Um, I, thought to, gonna, I thought you was gonna go home hometown only. Nah, see, I, I <laughs> thought about that. I thought about it, and when when you asked it, that was the first initial. Like, ah, but they would they would love to have a to have Facts. a guard like that. Uh, to have a guard like that, they would love to have him, but. Um, I think the Clippers would benefit from them more than the Lakers, I believe. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they turn it around to get a little better and make the playoffs or whatever. I just, I just want to see. I want to see him on the team that that's going to compete for a little something, something. So, yeah, yeah, I th- I think so too. But uh, that's just this is what we thinking right now. We'll see. Hopefully, you know, no serious injuries happen. With the what tip off is what like a week and a half away, ten days. Yeah, it's the twenty. It's the twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's coming it's, up on us. It's here. It's it's fast. We'll we'll see how how the teams that didn't play in the bubble they'll be fine. It's the teams yeah. that were in the bubble, right? Um, more so the Lakers and the Heat that I'll kind of be. Looking at kind of seeing how they are and what they look like and everything. That's not too. That's not a a long break at all. So we'll see how they look out the gate. Right, man. All right. So we're gonna shift gears and let's let's go over to uh let's go to football. Let's go to college football. Um, as we know, the the year is approaching its end, and of course, um. You know, there's bowl season coming up, but you oh, know yeah. this year. This year is a little different because you know, you know, normally of course they try to make sure that you at least have a 500 record, or you know, it's been a couple of years. So of course the team is coming there at five and seven, but their respective conference has, I guess, not. I don't want to say ownership, but you know, they get they got the they play games and everything like that. Yeah, though. they're they're represented for that bowl game, so it's kind of like you know, I think. uh what is it like the belt? You know, like the belt bowl. That's uh, ACC versus SEC. So you know, yeah. they got to put an SEC team in there if they're, you know, if they got a spot for there and they five and seven. They got to put them in there or whatever. Um, but this year, you know, because of a miss of a miss of the the pandemic and everything that's going on with COVID nineteen, uh, they're doing away with that. So it kind of doesn't even matter what your record is. I guess as long as there are spots there for you and your conference to fill in, they're going to allow the teams to get into the bowl game. And there's a few bowl games that's not happening this year. No Bahamas Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Celebration Bowl, which that's, that is between uh, the two HBCU schools from, the I think, the SWAC and the MEAC. Yep. Um, no Hawaii Bowl. That's that, I know that kind of hurt God, man, the Hawaii Bowl, bro. You you been like that? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's just it's all they did was give a reason for Hawaii not to play at home. That's all they do. They yeah. keep Hawaii at home. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That one does hurt though, because I mean that experience out there, man. Waikiki is is something special for sure. Can, so that I one does hurt. Imagine. Uh, no, no Fenway Bowl. Uh, I think that's in. I think that's normally in New York. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 
the pinch you talking about the pinch right ball yeah yeah the pinch yeah. right yeah that's the uh, one that's in new york yeah play at yankee stadium no holiday bowl no red box bowl and no quick lane bowl so kind of like your normal ones that you see are not ha- it's not happening and i even saw recently i think um boston college like the school opted out to not even invite do it take an invite to a bowl game they're deciding to just go home for the holidays and not worry about playing a bowl game um do you think any other teams are gonna like take that route too just because of i guess you know the stress of of course week to week trying to play a game and games getting canceled and postponed because of one team is having an outbreak and contact tracing and having to reschedule like most of the games today are all pretty much with games that were postponed and they rescheduled for today because normally in a, a normal season, which we know it's not anyway, in a normal season, the only game that's usually played today is Army and Navy. And we literally had like a plethora of games today. So do you think like teams are going to take the Boston College route and just say, you know what, we dealt with enough this season. We'll take what we got as far as like our record and leave it at that. Or, you know, are these games are still going to get played uh, because of just the fact that teams don't have to worry about being 500 and if there's a spot in their conference for them to represent somebody in that bowl game that they're going to take it? Yeah, I definitely think there'll be some more schools that do that. Just with, obviously, like you said, the stress of week to week, making sure you have enough test to be able to test your players, your coaches, your support, your support staff, uh, trainers, strength staff, everybody that's involved. And now you're talking about, and that's in the controlled environment on campus, whether, and then, you know, you, you go away and everything like that. But now you're talking about going to a whole nother city and you're worried about now you come into contact with way more people. Now you're coming into contact with uh, people from the ball game. The uh, I would assume that some of the things that normally take place at a ball game, like uh, the luncheon with the other team, and some of the some of those team activities that normally happen, probably probably won't just because of everything that's going on. But just the logistics of making sure, okay, we got to make sure that we take on top of all the gear and everything that you need for practicing and everything like that the contact tracing with anybody, anybody that these guys could come in contact with because um, you would have to have strict curfews and everything like that. I mean, these guys, you go on the ball games and everything, you're there for normally you're there a week, maybe four days early before the game because you have all of the festivities and everything that, you, that you're able to do. Um, and there's usually downtime for the guys to go with see the city, kind of walk around, hang out and stuff like that. So if you're still going to allow them to do that type of stuff, you don't know who they can come in contact with in any city. And some cities are worse than others. Some states are worse than others with the spike in cases and everything like that. So there'll definitely be some teams that decide to um, decide to opt out and not participate in any bowl games. Um, I know the bowl games that will be played for sure. Uh, the college football playoff. Those will give in the New Year's Six Bowls. Those are getting played regardless. Oh. Like you won't have to worry about those not getting played. Um, but there'll be some teams, and like you said, there'll be some teams that opt out. So since those teams opt out, uh, they'll they'll open the door for other teams. Like I haven't seen too many um, predictions. Shout out to my alma mater. Um, we didn't have the best season this year, but MTSU is not on the bubble for one of these bowl games. So if more teams decide to opt out, that could leave a spot for maybe the MTSU to jump in and play a bowl game, possibly. Um, they don't have the best record and everything like that, but like you said, due to everything well, everything going on, these bowl, they, they're not really worried about having, you know, teams got to have six wins and all that type of stuff. Um, they're trying to put trying to put teams in these ball games. So um, we'll see, man. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with these ball games and everything. Like you said, with the tie-ins and all that type of stuff, these schools, are, they'll, have to, 
they had to figure something out soon because, I mean, you had to start playing them. Normally, they start on, like, the 19th. So, these schools got to start preparing here pretty soon. Yeah, they they, they going to have to here. Um, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm right there with you, though. Of course, we all the, you know, the New Year's Six Bowls and the, the college playoffs are definitely going to be played. Um, probably some more of your other classic bowl games will get played. Probably the Cotton Bowl will get played. And the Liberty Bowl will probably get played. Um, you know, probably, you know, those bigger – I think those bigger Power 5 schools and they, they got good records, I think they'll go ahead and still play. What worries me is those beginning bowl games like, you know, that the Frisco Bowl, the New Mexico Bowl or whatever, you know, where we got yep. like our smaller group of five teams and – are they really want to be able? Do they really want to be out here and go travel? You know, it, and let's just keep it honest. Even when it was a normal bowl game, normal times, uh, it wasn't always you know the best stadiums and best crowds for uh, those type of schools to to get a good a great attendance for anyway. So it's like, do you want to risk that? Do you want to plan for basically just I mean you know a week or so or a couple of weeks of just trying to you know, to to play this game and then end it? Or do you just, you know, do like what Boston College do, just say opt out, forget it, you know, great season. Um, We're going to end it like that, and let's just get ready for 2021. I think this is where it's at for as far as what it is with, with college football. It's a weird time uh, for oh, them. Yeah. It's definitely a weird time for them. Um, but let's move on and go ahead to the to the meat of the discussion here. Let's go to the, to the NFL. Bro, we got four weeks left. In the regular <laughs> season, and I mean, I've it's never. Tight. It's been a long time since I, I that I can think of, like, and maybe in a couple of years or so, to where it's been. It's just, I mean, it's tight. All it's tight from top to bottom. It's not oh, even yeah. just. It's not even just who can get in. It's what seed everyone's going to be in and stuff like that, bro. Like it's, it is getting, it is getting wild out here. Um, oh yeah. So, let's see. Where you where you wanna where you wanna start first? You wanna go AFC or NFC? Let's let's do the NFC first. NFC. All right. So, if you have to make your predictions for the playoffs, who are the seven teams? And and list them list them by seed. We gotta list them in order. Who who is the seven teams that's getting into the playoffs in the NFC for you? List them in order. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I had to check something real quick. All right. So the number one seed, I believe. That's tough. Number one seed, I believe, will be uh, Green Bay. I think Green Bay will find a way to get that number one seed. Just looking at the rest of their schedule, uh, the Saints, the uh, Saints have the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Panthers. And then Green Bay has the Lions, the Panthers, the Titans, and the Bears. I believe that the Saints will lose to the Chiefs. Uh, and I believe they have a losable game against the Vikings as well. Um, I just, I think. I think Green Bay will find a way to finish a little bit stronger. Uh, and then I think they're, the one real losable game on their schedule is the Titans, but I think they'll, I think they'll find a way to get that. Um, so I'm going to go Green Bay, New Orleans. Uh, Seattle, man. Seattle has been – I want Seattle to, to, to win the division – um, they have a they have a date with the LA Rams coming up here um, in two weeks, um, but I'm gonna go LA. I think the Rams will be the three seed. Uh, I think the Washington Football Team will be the four seed. I think the Washington Football Team will end off the the year strong, and I think they'll win the NFC least and uh, beat out the Giants. Then I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle, Tampa Bay. At five and six, and then I'm gonna go. 
I would I would like to go Arizona because I like that team. I think if they were to make it into the playoffs, they they would be dangerous. They'll be a tough out, but they have not been playing well at all. Um this stretch in the season. So I'm gonna go with Minnesota to close it out at seven. I'm gonna close out with Minnesota. So Green Bay, New Orleans, the Rams, Washington football team, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and then Minnesota. Okay, okay. Um I we we in agreement. I think we're in a, we are in agreement here with everything I think is set for one. Uh I went with Green Bay as the number one seed too, just because their last four games, the schedule, I mean, it's outside the Titans, it's a cakewalk. I mean, Detroit, Carolina, Chicago, they should get those. And just the fact that New Orleans has to play Kansas City and and even Minnesota, like you said, that's that's gonna be tough. That's not a guarantee. But I definitely but all all they need, all Green Bay need is for New Orleans to lose one 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 game. And yep. They jump up because they got the tiebreaker for beating them head to head. Exactly. That's all they're waiting on. As long as they win out, and if New Orleans loses one, they're the one seed. Um, I got New Orleans at the two seed because I do think they're going to lose to Kansas City too. Um, I went with the Rams at three spot too, just because of the you know they got they got they already beat the Patriots earlier this week. They got the Jets next week, and then they pretty much the division is going to be won between them and Seattle that game in week 16. That's probably going to be a Sunday night game. They probably will flex that into the Sunday night game. I would hope they would do that. Yeah. And they already uh, beat Seattle earlier in the year. Right. So pretty much if they win that, that gives them the division. If not, it makes week 17 a lot more interesting in that division, which I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I went with Washington to get in at the fourth spot too, just because I like their schedule more than the Giants. See, the Giants got to play – Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Dallas. Three out of those four teams are trying to make the playoffs. They not yep. playing. <laughs> wow. I mean No, they're now, not. <laughs> I mean now Washington isn't as is not easy either, but they got San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina, Philadelphia. Um I I, I can see two out of those being a dub. And if they win Sunday tomorrow against San Francisco that helps even more because at that point all, all they need is for New York to lose and them and they need to win out or win three out of their four and then just have New York to lose one or two more games which they have uh, uh, that's that's a rough stretch for them so I went with Washington as well I put Seattle in at the five spot um I put Tampa Bay in at the six just because they got a tough game this week with Minnesota. That's gonna that'll make a break like between Minnesota and Arizona, who could probably get in if they can get that one. Um, and then they finish with Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta. So they should uh, guarantee to at least get ten. And I I just think ten anywhere this year ten will get you in. Uh, for me though, I I went with Arizona to get the seventh spot. I think they'll find a way to come back just because. Arizona, I so. like I said, they they have the Giants, the Eagles, and they finish with San Francisco and LA. Who knows if um if the Rams beat Seattle that week before in week sixteen, that pretty much gives them the division. They're locked in at the three spot. No, they might not play their players. They might not play their starters that week seventeen while Arizona is trying to get in. Uh, yeah, and you know Minnesota, the fact that they got Tampa and New Orleans. That's that's just I don't know. That's gonna be very. There's gonna be some tough games right there. So I mean, I, I we'll just have to see. Um, but I went with I went with Arizona. So I go. I went Green Bay, New Orleans, Rams, Washington, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Arizona. Just because I just like their last four a little bit better than Minnesota's last four, because the fact that of course Tampa wants to secure a spot and New Orleans is gunning for that one seed. They're definitely going to want to keep playing that week sixteen. It won't be wrapped up probably unless unless Green Bay messes around and loses to uh, a team that they shouldn't lose to. So that's what I got for the NFC. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see. Uh, we, we can go to the AFC. I'll start. Um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh messed up by losing by losing to Washington this past Monday. They really messed up because it. They got two more tough games, and I'm I definitely see them losing one of them. And I don't really see Kansas City losing another game. Uh, they got Miami, New Orleans, Atlanta, and the Chargers. I think KC gets the one seed. Uh, Pittsburgh falls to two. Buffalo stays at three. I think the Titans win the division in the South. I know them in Indianapolis are kind of neck and neck. I think they get it just because I like their four games better than Indianapolis four games. Uh, Titans get Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, and Houston. Three out of those four are winnable. I mean, well, all four of them are winnable. They can even beat Green Bay if it came down to it. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think that Cleveland is a shoe-in. They are in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, I can't believe I, that came out of my mouth. Cleveland Browns making the playoffs. I think they're in at the five spot just because, you know, they like I said, they already got nine wins. They're... I just can't see them. There's no way. But then again, this is Cleveland. But there's no way I can see them losing four straight. Um, and the fact that two out of those four are against the Giants and the Jets. Now, I mean, the Giants might be a hard one, but Giant, but the Jets, that should get them 10, and 10 should get them in. So I think Cleveland is a guarantee in. Um, my six and seven spot, I kind of put like a toss-up in a way, but I think these are the two teams that get it. I think the Colts. And the Raiders gets in the playoffs. Okay, which you put means, the Raiders in. Which, yes, which means I don't – I hate that I'm doing this, but I don't think Baltimore sneaks in. Just because – especially – it's all dependent on this week. Now, granted, the Colts and the Raiders play each other this week. And – that could be an elimination game, but it's still not done yet because I did mention Miami, but Miami's four-game stretch is tough. Yeah. Chiefs, Patriots, <laughs> Raiders, Bills. I mean, now, Patriots might be done with it, so they might can get that one, but that could be 9-7, but that might not be good enough to get you in because – you lose if you lose you lose to the Chiefs, you lose to the Raiders, they got the tiebreaker, so that knocks you down. That builds up that builds up the Colts, that builds up the Raiders, that builds up Baltimore. So, you know, we'll see. I I, I hated that Miami is doing so good, but these last four games for them is just gonna I think it's just gonna wipe them out. Now granted, they're gonna be tough, they're gonna be all in them, but I think that they're out. I don't think that Baltimore gets back in. Um, I just I don't know. Even though they might have they might have a they have a more favorable schedule than anybody else, definitely because they got Cleveland, Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Bengals. So their last three are tough. But if they mess around and they lose to, if they lose to Cleveland and Cleveland goes to ten and with well, they'll be ten and three at that point, and the Ravens fall to seven and six, and let's just say that. Let's just say that the Raiders beat the Colts. Both of those teams are eight and five. They went out the rest of the way. Even if the Ravens went out the rest of the way and go to ten and six, they still don't get in. So some somebody's gonna have a great record in this AFC and not make it. And I think it's gonna be the Ravens and the Dolphins. So I'm I'm going with the Colts and the Raiders to get those last two playoff spots. I don't know who's gonna be what, but it's between them two. Then one I couldn't decide on that. Okay. All right. So I believe that Kansas City will get the one seed. Um, I, I'm, I agree with you. I believe that they'll get the one seed. I believe Pittsburgh will be the two seed. Uh, Buffalo at the three, four. Four is one of those toss up things because I believe both of these teams will get in to the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna roll with Tennessee though. I'm gonna roll with Tennessee getting in. So Tennessee at the four. Cleveland will make the playoffs. So breaker, breaker, breaking news to all my Cleveland Browns fans. When I get back up there to that area of Northeast Ohio, I should see a lot of smiling faces. My barber 
he'll be happy. Leander, he'll be happy as well because, lo and behold, the Cleveland Browns <laughs> will make the playoffs in, I believe, the first <laughs> time in my lifetime. <laughs> they gotta oh, be. <laughs> oh, man. We were, bro, we were like little kids the last time they made the playoffs. Man, I think we were I, like, sheesh. I was, well, so, it, was two, it was 2002. Oh, okay. So I was five. Yeah, I was like, we were like young, bro. <laughs> so, okay. But uh, Cleveland will make the playoffs. I want Miami in the playoffs. I do. I do. But la- that last stretch, man, these last four games, I believe the, the, the only way for Miami to make the playoffs is that they got to beat the Chiefs tomorrow. They have got to. to. That's I believe the they only got. Way. I believe they got to beat the Chiefs tomorrow, and they got to beat the uh, the Raiders. I don't think they can lose tomorrow and to the Raiders and make the playoffs. So, um, for that reason, I got Indianapolis and the Raiders making it. I don't have Baltimore getting in either. Uh, unfortunately, as much as I would love to see them in the playoffs, and their schedule is favorable, they do play the Browns on Monday, so that's a tough one. But they in Jacksonville, New York, who, if the Ravens keep playing like how they're playing, they could lose to the New York Giants, not the Jets. You know I mean, let me let me stop. They're playing the Giants, not the Jets. They're playing just a different story. But they're playing the Giants. The Giants' defense, the way they've been playing <laughs> recently. <laughs> um, I would, they they could find a way to lose that game if they don't if they don't figure it out and then the Bengals. So, um, but this AFC, the reason why I want to do the NFC first is because the AFC is is all over the place because those top three seeds could change drastically. Because I think Kansas City will get that one seed, but the Bills and the Steelers play tomorrow. Oh. I didn't the, think about that. The Bills and the Steelers play tomorrow. That is a big game. They play tomorrow. If the Bills can beat the Steelers tomorrow, now they're eleven and two. The Bills have the tiebreaker, and the the Steelers still have to play Cleveland at the end of the. They still have to play Indianapolis and Cleveland at the end of the year. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I just thought about that. You know, if that happens and Pittsburgh loses to Buffalo and Cleveland, they fall to what? What is that? That'll be what? 13 they would, they would, they would, yeah, they would fall to 13 won't be three. The, they won't even be a, they won't even win the division. They won't they won't win the division. Exactly. Exactly. They won't because I believe if Cleveland keeps playing how they playing, I think they'll beat Baltimore. I think right. they'll beat Baltimore on Sunday. They play the Giants and then they play the Jets. I believe they'll beat both New York teams. So now you roll into that, you roll into that Steelers game, week seventeen, um, at eleven at twelve and three. And so Man. did the Steelers. So Cleveland is still them losing to the Washington football team has a lot more implications than people realize. Fact. The the Steelers could end up not even they could end up not even being a top two seed. Now this year with the whole new format it doesn't matter because only the one seed gets to buy. But the Steelers might not even end up winning the division if they're not careful. Because if they lose to the Bills, they could the the Colts is a losable game too. Yeah. They get the Colts on they get the Colts at home, but Indianapolis is a lo- losable game as well. So now you could have you could end up with Kansas City and Cleveland or Kansas City and Buffalo being the top two seeds. Buffalo's schedule, they, now Buffalo, they play, they play the Steelers, and then they play the Broncos, then they have the Patriots. So that Patriots game in Foxborough, I believe that'll be a, that'll be a tough game. In Foxborough, uh, late, you know, late December, I think that'll be a tough game, even though the Patriots haven't looked great. Um, throughout this whole season, I believe that still be a tough game. But you gotta tomorrow's game is to, they changed it. It was supposed to be Monday night. They switched it to Sunday night. Um, that that game tomorrow has a lot. There's a lot on the line for both teams. The Steelers can't if they lose that game tomorrow. 
if they lose that game tomorrow, it could it it gets antsy. I think Steelers fans should be should be worried if they if they lose that game. They should be worried because Kansas City has the Dolphins, the Saints, the Falcons, and the Chargers. I believe Kansas City will end up winning out. What may be a lot may be a loss to New Orleans. I know the Falcons ain't beating them. We we ain't. We don't got the we don't got the defense. We don't got the DBs to stick with that. So, <laughs> of course not. Of course not. So, I, so I, I, I'm actually very afraid of that game. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But we ain't talking about Atlanta. So, I think yeah. I think the still. I think the Chiefs could win out, but Pittsburgh is you on thin ice. If they win tomorrow, cool. But if they lose, you could be on the verge of losing the division. Yeah, that that wow. It's a you can yeah. be on the verge. Now they, they did handle the Browns earlier in the year, but that was earlier in the year. Cleveland has played a whole lot better as of late. A whole lot better. A whole lot better as of late. So this is a this is a new Cleveland Browns team that, that is playing football right now. This is a different squad. So that yeah. That's why I need people to kind of even like even with ten. I mean, like you said, Tennessee and Indianapolis. That division is still up in the air. Granted, I believe both teams will end up winning. I don't think that. Oh, not winning, but I think both teams will end up being in the playoffs. I don't think Baltimore or even uh, New England is still kind of in the hunt. I don't think Baltimore or New England will end up passing up um, one of those teams in Tennessee and Indianapolis. Uh, Miami is just there. I think it's, their schedule is just their schedule is, is is just tough. It's just tough. I don't I don't know if they because if they survive this schedule, then they deserve to get in. Um, they deserve yeah. to get into the playoffs. Yeah, because the, for them, that loss to the Broncos is what's hurting them right now. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I mean, if they have that, they're sitting at nine and three, just like Cleveland, and we're probably saying at this point we're sitting up here saying that they ain't just like Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it might it's, it's the same situation almost. It get down to that Week 17 matchup with Buffalo, and then that division is not even wrapped up. So, yeah, the, man, the only division that's at this point, honestly, that is just wrapped up is the AFC West, even though Kansas City hasn't officially clinched it. But it's, yeah, it's, that, pretty, much ra- it's pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, that one's a wrap. The, the closest team is – the uh the Raiders and they're four games back. Yeah. They're four yeah. games. Now the Raiders are the they they play Kansas City tough. So if you're a KC fan, I think you want to be that one seed because you would avoid if if it goes the way we're talking, you would avoid playing the Raiders. And the Raiders have had the the Chiefs number all year. Right. And they beat them the first time and then the second time. I mean, they they got a they got a way. The the Raiders just scored with too much time on the clock. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was. They just scored with too much time on the clock, or they would have they would have swept, or they would swept Kansas City. So, um, yeah, this AFC. I think the the race that's a little bit. I think both the race for both conferences, um, with seating and everything, is is great. Because normally you get to the end of the season like this, these teams, certain teams have already locked up the division and all that type of stuff. So you get to week, this week was week 14. So you get to about week 15, week 16. And a lot of these teams, they're still, you know, they're, they're sitting out players and all that type of stuff. With these races, these playoff seeding, this races that's going on, I think guys will be playing until uh, week 17. Yeah. There'll be some. There's. There'll still be some teams that are playing until week seventeen. Facts. I mean, it's facts. Just, just because of the fact that you got the ex, you got the one extra playoff team, and that only one team is getting the bye week. So, yeah. And everybody it's wants that all coming down towards the end. Yeah, because even I mean, even like the Rams, the Rams aren't completely out of not you know being the ones. Their one game. They're one game back of. I'm yeah, excuse me. They're one game back of Green Bay. Oh wow! So 
and they have the Jets, the Seahawks, and the and the Cardinals. So they have, I mean, besides the Jets, the Jets is a that's a preseason game. But with Seattle <laughs> and Arizona, those are two those are two tough games. So they they're not out of they're not completely out of the one seed either. Do I think they'll get it? No, because you're two games back of New Orleans, and they're looking good right now. So we'll see, man. I'm I'm liking it. I'm I'm liking it a lot. I'm liking it. it Give it, give us something to talk about. Makes it eventful at the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm sorry. I just glanced yeah, at nah. the TV. Yeah, you, you seeing it too? <laughs> K. York just hit a 57 yard field goal, bro. This is in they Florida is they goodness gracious Florida played oh. around, man. Yeah, they played around with them. I don't know. I I. And it's it's funny because so I just I met with my receivers this week and we were talking about the playoff and everything like that. And I was telling them, I said, I think Florida could beat. I said, I think Florida could beat um, Ohio State. Like, Coach, you crazy. You crazy. Yada, yada, yada. So like, they're texting in our group message talking about how they're struggling with three and five LSU and everything. Now, LSU hasn't looked good all year, um, but. This is still LSU, <laughs> and they still yeah. have ball players all over the field. Facts. And, uh, we were talking about them before we got on, but your boy, the quarterback, he has been dealing for LSU. True freshman, he has been dealing all night. It's in his genes, dog. That's uh, Max Johnson. He's a uh, he's a uh, Brad yeah. Johnson's uh, Brad son. Johnson's son. Yep. It's crazy. Super Bowl winning quarterback for Tampa Bay. So they're down by three right now, down by three with twenty three seconds left. And it it happened because one of the Florida players threw one of the LSU players' shoes. So they he gave ta- him, like, tackled tackled the tight end. His shoe, his cleat came off, and he threw it and got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for fifteen yards. Yikes. Just stupid. Just stupid. There's no need for that. No need at all. Well. We'll see how this goes here in a in a few minutes there, but man, that's about all the time that we got here today for this uh this episode. Oh gosh, what is this? Oh, thirteen. Episode thirteen. I ain't said that in the beginning. So yeah, episode thirteen. Um we tried not to keep out as long as we did, and I think we did pretty good. We just just over an hour. Um be on the lookout for the episodes dropping tonight. It'll be out on all streaming platforms. Uh, check it out. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Uh, if you don't own any of those streaming sources, uh, it's going to be on SoundCloud as well. Um, and then we're going to try to, we're going to have some, uh, introduce some new ways of promoting uh, these episodes and the the podcast here. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Man, you got any last words, uh, Dupree? Oh, one la- one thing before I get into what I normally get into. Okay. Um, Adam Gates still needs to lose his job. Uh, they fired Greg Williams for I get it, yada yada yada, bad call, all that type of stuff. But Adam Gates still needs to lose his job. Just want to say that real quick. Okay, cool. Um, as always, <laughs> as always. <laughs> Be safe. <laughs> be safe. Just I'm every week. I'm yeah. It's yeah. Uh, be safe. Wear your mask. Um, I said this is the last episode, but continue to check on your loved ones. Um, call them, text them, whatever it is. Continue just you know enjoy the time that you have with your folks, with the people that um that you love and are close to you and everything like that. Um, we're coming to the end of a new year. Continue to strive for greatness, uh, strive for excellence. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. Put your mind to it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really it. Continue to, um, I believe that faith is key in all of this. Um, and faith without works is dead. So whatever you want to do, put some faith behind it. Believe, believe it, and uh, you shall receive it. So that's all I got.
Okay, okay. Uh man, same here for me. Um man. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Hashtag fire Adam Gase immediately. <laughs> um he should never, ever, 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 ever get a coaching job. I don't even know if I would want him as an OC anymore. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely fire him. Uh, man, yeah, same here for me, man. Y'all be safe out here. Um, definitely take it day by day. Be thankful. Uh, we've, we've, we're here in December. We made it all the way through uh, this tumultuous year. Uh, we just got. We just got about what two and a half more weeks left, I guess. Um, yep. maybe over. Um, just just enough time left to just to get through this year, man. And uh, oh my God, he missed it. Boy, <laughs> Florida just missed the uh the field goal. They had they drove down the field and missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. And shout out well, to Sam Fuller. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's there uh, before we get up out of here. Definitely for sure. Shout out to Sam Fuller. Uh, first last week was the first woman to play in a FBS college football game. This week, the first woman to make an extra point in Just, yep. a college football game. That is history right there in Vanderbilt in Nashville, Tennessee. Big shots out to Sarah Fuller. We definitely. How could I? I, I almost kind of forgot. It's kind of hard because Vandy don't win enough. So yeah, did they even? But, who won that game? Oh, Dow UT won it. It was like oh, forty-one okay. to seventeen or something like that. Oh, oh okay. he missed it wide left. It went to the just. Oh my God, just missed it from the left. Um, mm, mm, mm. hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, y'all definitely be safe out here. Um. You know, saying definitely, like you said, check on your loved ones, man. Be proud that we have made it this far through this tough year. Uh, protect yourselves at all times. Uh, cherish black women. Uh, protect black women. No means no. No means no. No means no. Wherever you're at, it don't matter. Uh, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2041. It don't matter. No means no. Uh, and, uh, man, just... Peace, love, and tranquility. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Um, if you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet, I advise you to go ahead and get on it. That's <laughs> aka a note to myself. Uh, <laughs> man. And to me too. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And just enjoy this holiday season, man. Um, and that's it. This is another episode of Easy Money Sports Podcast. Be on the lookout for the episode to drop. We out, y'all. Go Terriers. <laughs>